service you right just so when you touch down And take off the uniform, the bond you form Never look warm and that's why we on the dismount So you ain't gotta re-enlist to hang out No need to be on your feet, but please pay attention To Charlie Mike on the mic and let's get reconnecting Here on Dismount Spell you fire from the fire team on Dismount Spell you fire from the fire team on Dismount Veterans and focuses up here on Dismount can you hear me okay oh i hear you solid man nice dude outstanding your mic's actually 10 times better than mine <laughs> oh i'm just on the headset yeah that's pretty solid, dude um i appreciate it so i'll run out with a quick intro nothing too fancy uh, you're on our, our app, and I guess welcome to the Dismount Podcast, man. There's there's not much to it. Um, I know it was kind of kind of vague in it. I do appreciate you taking some time out of your schedule because I know you got other things. I'm glad I got to catch you for a bit. Um, you are one of those people that I've met online through social media that kind of embody um, individuals who have served in uniform, right, and have taken – who they are and branched out afterwards. And I'm really lucky and fortunate to be able to get you on here a little bit. If you have any questions for me before we get rolling, cause I can edit out this part either way. It's quite fine with me. Uh, no, that's fine. I have no questions at the moment. Um, I'm glad that I'm finally able to, to get on the show. I appreciate you having. Me. Yeah, thanks. But I know we had talked a little bit about it uh, here and there and logistics, some other stuff kind of, went sideways as, as things do, we adjust, but um, I really was excited to get you on and kind of just share with people that might not have run into you just yet on social media, you know, get a feel for what you're doing. Um, you can go ahead and start off with, you know, the branch you're in, very, very common things, and then just kind of let us know you have something coming up. I know you said you had a, a, like a new game you guys are going to be playing and stuff. That's pretty cool. If you want to just give us a foundation. Yeah. Um, I guess I'll start with uh, the branch of the military I served in. I was in the Air Force. I did seven years active duty. Um, I was kind of following in the foot. Yeah, I was following in the footsteps of my my older siblings. I come from a family of six. You know, four other siblings. And um, geez, both my parents served in the Air Force. Uh, my mom was in the first Gulf War. My dad was in uh, the Vietnam War as well as in Bosnia. Um, my other siblings were not in any conflict. I was the only one to go serve in OIF, um, OEF. Let's see here. Well, I come from a family of veterans outside of just like my direct family. Like my grandparents were both um, in World War II. So it's kind of like a family rite of passage, I guess wow. you could kind of say, of joining in the military. It's, yeah. it's, you know, a whole bunch of veterans. Uh, I, I, when I got into the Air Force, it was right out of high school. Um, back in 2003, I, I went into pararescue, and on graduation weekend from basic military training in San Antonio, Texas, um, I married my wife. Uh, we're going to hit 17 years this year. Wow! Uh, on town, pa- yeah, dude, on town pass. Congrats! And everybody, dude. I remember I was walking along the San Antonio River, you know, just like a little bit ways from the uh, what is it? Um, the Alamo. Okay. And I, I remember being in the blues 
and people on the river are like, don't get married. And sure <laughs> shit, that was exactly what we just did. <laughs> Classic. Oh, wow. It was dude. so funny. That's, that's yeah, but awesome. uh, so that's a little bit of background about that. But I ended up doing a couple different jobs when I was in the Air Force. I started out as pararescue, but like I said, I got married on Town Pass. And uh, I was in the training pipeline at the time. And I was told that before I left for basic that my wife would be able to join me in oh, wow. um, my tech school training, so to speak, for um, my job. Well, when I get there and I'm actually in the school, they're like, no, she cannot join you. You're a part of the special forces triage and uh, she's considered a distraction. Um, you would have to wait until Christmas exodus to see your wife or until after um, your training pipeline was done, which was like two years. And to me, I was like, no, 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 no. That's not going to happen. Newlywed. That was like, no. not what I wanted to hear. There's enough stress as it so, is. Yeah. Yeah. So that sucked, but I made a decision to leave uh, at the time I was on team still. So like training, uh, I, I told the cadre why I was leaving team and, uh, they understood, but at the same time, like they were kind of upset with the fact that I had been misinformed because I guess that's something that's happens a lot in that career field. Uh, like I, I liked my career, my recruiter. He did a real good job. He didn't like mislead me. I think he just, you know, at the time I was talking to him, I didn't tell him I was going to get married on town pass. So maybe if I, had communicated that with him, he would have been like, whoa, dude, you probably want to rethink about the career field then. Right. Yeah. That's um, uh, special operations. Uh, and any of that aspect puts a good strain and stress on, on family that not knowing, but not being able to communicate, not seeing that time gap. That's not easy for anybody. No, which is cool though. I still wanted to have that, you know, I still had that pool to serve and so, um, you know, they reclassed me. And at that point in time, they put you where they need you. And Uncle Sam, I guess, needed more bodies in civil engineering. So that's where I ended up going. Right on. Well, that's that's yeah. pretty impressive stuff to start. And I, I'll be honest with you. Uh, when I first met you online, we're kind of talking about that. I pegged you as PJ initially. Um, <laughs> you had that, um, that aura about you. I was like, ah, you have some, you know, similarities with some of the PJs I worked with. Uh, years ago and that's that's kind of where i got that that vibe from you and it's it's been amazing to really see how things kind of change once you go into service i mean i'm pretty impressed with the fact that your entire family not just the immediate circle was military from from what i gather all all air force was that correct uh, well, my, my both my grandfathers you know during world war ii you know the air force hadn't been established yet so uh, one was in uh, he was a merchant marine, oh, wow. and then I think he was he was also well he was he was hold on I'm trying to remember the specifics. He was a merchant marine, but he also got like activated into the army for a little bit or something like that. Um, whereas the other grandfather, he was straight army, and he served in the Pacific. And the merchant marine grandfather ended up being just that. Like I think it ended up going towards the army air corps, and that's. Where he stopped me. I wish I knew more about him, <laughs> which is sad that I know more about the one who was, uh, you know, who carried the Tommy gun and uh, he worked with the weather, uh, like combat weather before it was combat weather. And, uh, you know, that's what his job was in the Pacific. Whereas my other grandfather from my mom's side, he was, uh, you know, on the naval ship and never saw any conflict, but had a few scares 
and ended up like he thought a torpedo was coming towards the ship and ended Ooh. up being like uh like uh something in the water swimming like a seal or something like that but oh, like wow. the way it was like leaving a trail and coming so fast and coming like right at the ship he thought it was like a torpedo he was telling me the story before and it made me laugh and made him laugh but that was like the only time he got scared wow uh yeah but you know let's moving on from that once I got uh, three tours to the Middle East, I was kind of done. And, you know, I had a, a wife and kid and I was missing out on a whole bunch of like, you know, like holidays, um, anniversaries, birthdays. Plus, you know, crawling into a bed every night next to like the woman of my dreams. I was missing that in the desert. So <laughs> and I, was, I was done being hot, dude. I think the hottest it got for me in Iraq was like 133 degrees. Oh, and wow. that sucked, dude. Yeah. That'll that'll definitely change your life choices, or or at least take into consideration what you're doing, where you're at, or at least just change your opinion on the heat. Like I have to have air conditioning now. If I'm hot, I get irritable. I hate it. <laughs> I can sympathize. Gotta have AC. Yeah, I can completely. Uh, my wife, um, also Air Force, also uh, in Iraq and stuff. She's kind of the same way. So I imagine that's probably where it comes from. That discomfort. It's like you have the amenities now. Why not use it? Right. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. that's wild. Do you find it easier to kind of just, I would say, blend in um, with society, so to speak, because you come from a, a large family of military? Does it? Did you see? You know, is that just the norm and that's helpful? I'm always curious about that uh, kind of stuff. Well, I'm a military, like you said, military brat. So I was born <laughs> in Germany, oh, wow. raised in England. I didn't come over to the States till about the mid nineties. And then after I was done with, with high school, I joined and I took off, you know, so I've done a lot of traveling around the globe as well as like, you know, within the continental United States Yeah. to where um, it's been really easy for me to connect with other people. And I've, you know, especially with what's, what's going on right now with, within the world with like the black lives matter movement right. or right. Um, like just, like almost like a revolutionary change that's been kind of going in with the country. Like there's, I've always been able to, I, I'm, I'm, I'm failing to articulate what I'm trying to say here. Um, I've, I've never been in the mindset to where like I've seen color. Does right. that make sense? Cause I've been, I've been so many different locations and, and dealt with so many different people, you know, all these different walks of life around the world to where I've always just seen a person for a person. Yeah. And so for, it's been easy for me to connect with a lot of other people. And so now when we see all these things across social media, all this hate and negativity and toxicity, uh, you know, and everybody's trying to like make these changes. I'm, I'm left thinking to myself, like, why is this still a thing? Like I, why can't other people be, I don't know. I want to say like, like me, but like with the same mentality to where you just see a person for a person and not see them for color. And um, I think that I, I love the fact that because of my experiences in life that I'm that way. Does that make sense to where like, because of my experiences, I have this mindset or this, these eyes seeing life the way I do. No, I, I, I agree. And it's, it's perfect that you brought that up and I'm I'm excited. That's the direction things are going because um, I think with experience in life that really does provide us a different lens on how we kind of view people, how we filter things out, you know, exposure to different cultures, different individuals, you build that natural instinct of empathy and acceptance and, and understanding. You get to see, like you said, you get to see a person for just a person instead of how society seems to be struggling where they view people with a label or an identity. Usually it's confusion or misunderstanding and, and we treat people a certain way. 
Absolutely. And um, I think, like you said, a lot of it just has to do with like, experiences and like where you're brought up and or how you're brought up. And I was always kind of brought up, you know, to treat others how you want to be treated. And as a kid growing up in England, you know, there's so much diversity in my school to where that's that's all we knew. It was just like you, know, you were just that there wasn't like racism or sexism or like all this other stuff that's coming up, like with uh, the LGBTQ community, like. I've always been very open-minded, uh, open-minded and accepting to people's choices. And I love the fact that, you know, when I decided to serve our country and go um, uphold the rights that we have in our country, when I see people having their rights infringed upon, I'm like, that's, I don't like that because I went to war. I put my life on the line. Um, you know, my family's done the same for people to have these rights. And then when I see people's rights start to get infringed upon due to somebody's mentality, that's when I start to have that whole, like, come on, man, I, I know I keep my voice to myself, but when <laughs> he started doing this, I kind of put my voice, I inject my, my point of view into it. And um, when it comes to social media, you have to be careful. Yes. At least as a content creator, because you can make the like a great post thinking like, okay, this is going to go good. And then somebody will take offense to it. And next, you know, you're losing followers and support. And you're like, oh, I didn't mean it to be that way. It's, it's always take it out of context. It's, t- it's, it's tough. It's a tough time, especially with everything that's going on in the world. Um, for content creators, you kind of have to be uh, like, I don't want to say politically correct, but you got to kind of watch your P's and Q's, so to speak. You you do have to be a little aware. I mean, you're, you're on a, a, a platform that gets a lot of, um, exposure to, to different types of people, different cultures, different areas of the world, different understandings of, of the, uh, the general public and the, the world community, so to speak. And, you know, you, mm-hmm. you, you may, you take a risk of putting yourself out there, your thoughts and good intentions. It could be any number of things that changes the perspective on what you're trying to uh, express. And hopefully, like yourself, I think most pe- more people should be a little more vocal, should be uh, willing to risk that chance of maybe offending someone uh, with the good intention of, of expressing themselves and, and sharing their, you know, their not so common uh, opinions on, on crises and things and, and upsets that, you know, infringe on other people's rights and, and natural things of, you know, way of life. It's, especially right now, it's very, very important to utilize those things. Yeah. Yeah. So um, with that said, mm-hmm. I'm going to kind of like shift gears into, cause you had asked at the very beginning to t- kind of talk about like, uh, like Twitch and being content creator. And I haven't really like t- uh, tapped into that. <laughs> Honestly, you so know, what- this, this is perfect. It does. I don't, I don't have a set structure. I like the, the realness of it. I like it just flowing naturally. So if you have something that you just, you want to share, that's part of who you are to, to me, the, the veteran, the former military, those individuals are much, much more than just the years we spent in uniform. But we're, we're complex, mm-hmm. multifaceted individuals. And the general public outside of that, who doesn't have military family, who, who never served or whatever, might not see us in the same way. There's a stigma. There's a stereotype. And you're, you're just one of those great examples, I think, of an individual who views community and, and you know, the public and everyone else in, in that, that view. And I think it's healthy and I think it's great for someone like you to really just express that. So I don't mind. We can hit all topics. What's the matter to me? Okay. 
Well, it was it was kind of like a good transition point because um, taking the experiences that I've had growing up and then as well from the military and then finding Twitch because I love traveling. I love meeting new people. Um, like you, like you said earlier, I, I love uh, fitness and that's probably something that exuberates from me and in my posts and in my stream, because I definitely make it a focal point. Right. Um, and I'm trying to change like the whole stigma about those who enjoy video games. Like some people may see those who play video games as like uh, lazy, very physically active, you know, maybe they just um, are very sedentary. I'm like, that's not always the case. There's, there's so many different types of individuals out there that enjoy video games. And with all the experiences I've had being on Twitch, it, it's, it's amazing. Cause I get to like fill all those things that I love. So like I get to meet new people constantly from all parts of the world. I get to make a, a genuine connection with them in the chat. Um, and create new experiences with all these different people from all different walks of life from different parts of the world. It's amazing. And I love how I've created it or my community, as I should say, that I'm trying to build to where it doesn't matter what, like we were saying with the LGBT, like where your views are on that or like where your views are in with the, the movements that have been going on right now within the, the you know, United States with the black lives matter movements. Um, I've kind of created a, a community where you can come in there and feel safe and we can talk about these things and people can express themselves and not um, necessarily fear repercussions in the chat or from me about them being who they are. I want them to be comfortable. I want them to be able to freely express themselves and I want us to enjoy ourselves and not have it be at an, an environment that turns toxic. So I love that I have amazing moderators that help me facilitate that message in chat excuse me in chat with hey keep the trolls out make it where <laughs> people feel safe they can be themselves in here it doesn't matter um what they choose to do in their life so long as they you know don't bring any toxic environment into the stream it's it's great i love twitch for that aspect it's it's an amazing platform and for those who who don't know may not have experience or, or understand what twitch is twitch is essentially a a streaming platform that some people like yourself use it to to stream video games, but also with a purpose. Because I think a lot of people do have that stigma that people playing video games are a certain type, but it's it's a niche community. And you've managed to capitalize on that and create a space and a community that that does allow just about anybody to kind of flow in. And, um, you know, that's kind of how I stumbled upon you. And I, I, I stuck in the chat. I love being in the chat every chance I get. Uh, there's a bunch of people in there. there. You have people from all over the place. And it's amazing. And kudos to you for how you handle. Every once in a while, a topic will come up and, and you address it, you welcome it, and you, you do make it known that as long as people aren't being toxic, they can speak their mind. It's, it's an impressive community you have going. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. It's what are we? I think we're at 20 months now I've been on Twitch. And I wish I would have found it years ago, to be quite honest with you. When I, when I got out of the service, um, I never heard of Twitch. And um, I was in the mindset, okay, I'm going to go to school. I'm going to utilize my Chapter 33 benefits. And um, I think Twitch came around about five, six, maybe even seven years ago. Uh, and I got out in 2010. And I don't even know if Twitch was a thing at that time. I wish I would have known about Twitch when it first started because I would have loved to have jumped on that much earlier because at the time I got out, I was going to school. I was focusing on uh, sports medicine and specializing in exercise science. And um, I, I wanted to be kind of like a fitness coach yeah. or 
more along the lines of like of a, of a life coach to where not only did I provide a workout regimen, but I also kind of helped them out with like uh, nutrition and their diet. And then I would check in with them. And then uh, as a personal trainer, you know, seeing them, I was like, all right, man, let's, let's stop by the house and let's check your cupboards. Kind of like how uh, Julian Roberts would do like on the biggest loser. I'd like, Oh, right. I want to do something like that. You know, I have that kind of connection. Yeah. But, you have um, that impact on, on a, on an individual level. Yeah. And, and then I found, the streaming platform twitch and i was like whoa and like watching my kids watch other people play like uh, minecraft as an example and my mindset was well, why don't you just go play minecraft why are you watching somebody else and i was like well it's because it's entertaining to watch somebody else and it was like a light bulb moment and i'm like i wonder how i can take my love for fitness and video games and mesh it into one thing and what i could do with it and that's where fitness and gaming came from and i'm still trying to get that up and running like i said it's only about 20 months into it and i'm really happy of where we come from 20 months ago to now but i i have a long ways ahead of me still to go but i'm, I'm looking forward to the challenge and i'm up to the challenge and i'm enjoying myself along the way that's whole thing about streaming how people say it's um it's a journey not a race it's a hundred percent accurate and you got to you got to make sure that the journey is a good journey and i try not to stress and and let it like I don't want to get fixated on my, on my numbers because a lot of this is a numbers game. But if all I do is worry about the numbers, then I think the stress level becomes more than enjoyment. Does that, does that make sense? Yeah, you you create a stressful work environment when it shouldn't even be a work environment in the first place. You're you're enjoying the journey. You're enjoying building the community, interacting with people, and it'll take Absolutely. shape as it goes. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I'm, I'm loving how it's been going and where it's going. I got my wife streaming now. She's right? been streaming for about six months. She um, she actually left her job from the VA to start doing this. And she wants to help more veterans uh, through like, the process because she was a, a field examiner for the fiduciary hub. Oh, really? And she's learned a lot in, in her time of being in the VA. I think she did 10 years in the VA. Wow. And now whenever she comes across a veteran that needs help with anything like with the claims process, she's like on it. She loves giving that type of advice and helping veterans do that kind of stuff. And I've seen her just explode in growth since she started streaming as well. And I love that she has that call to want to serve and help veterans as well because she didn't get to do the actual putting on the uniform and serving like she wanted to i didn't want to do a uh uh what's say what's the term for when you're both military and married I think uh, about dual dual service dual military joint spouse. <laughs> joint spouse yeah 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 it's uh that's that's pretty stressful stuff um i'll have to keep a mental note for that because i know my wife's dealing with that va stuff or whatever else offline stuff but um that's that's great that you managed to discover this platform and it's branched out to different areas that you, you've included your wife. I've, I watch your wife play too, and she's got a, her own vibe to it. She's got her game that she plays. Oh, oh my gosh. God, it's so much fun watching. We're, we're like night and day different. It, it's hilarious. <laughs> like yin and yang, black and white, whatever you want to say. Like it's, it's funny. Like two different personalities. It's crazy. Everybody always points that out too. She's like so different from you. And I'm like, yeah, I know. Cool. Right. Yeah. It's and that's great because uh, that speaks volumes about other things as well, you know, uh, uh, relationship and everything else and a balance. Um, but it's just it's pretty awesome to see what's come from from your guys' efforts and and how you've discovered that. And both of you guys, in your own way, have created your own path. And both of you guys are all looking to to give back to the community, to the veteran community, to 
to anybody you guys run into, it's, it's a pretty special thing. And I, I think more people should be exposed to that, especially those who don't play video games, just knowing that niche communities like that exist, like people like you guys exist out there. And we're, and we're more than just like video game players, as you're saying, um, like you were also saying earlier, like being Twitch is, is more than just video games. It's, it's a streaming platform and you can make it whatever you want it to be. So if you want to do podcasts or cooking shows or craft shows, or, I mean, I came across somebody who makes beer on stream. It's awesome. Another wow. guy who does like all his woodworking on stream. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what else did I come across? Um, uh, fitness streams. I, we, uh, Rock Mom and I both want to do, more dedicated fitness streams. We created a fitness and gaming account. Like she, Rock Mom has her own account, Rock Dead 1984. Me, ha- I have an account, and then we both have fitness and gaming as account. And uh, right now, it's been kind of put on the back burner, but our minds are constantly thinking about it. We wanted to make that more of a, a vocal front, but at this moment, it's just not the right time. Of course. But yeah, it, it, Twitch can be whatever you want it to be. And I love that because as a variety streamer on Twitch, not only do I do gameplay every once in a while, I do a podcast, something that I've kind of started up with the uh, eSports Brigade organization right? that I, I got picked up with. Um, I also do art. I got picked up by uh, Rock and Monkey Stickers as a sponsorship. So all the uh, sticker designs I create in stream with the community uh, the following month, I get to turn around and send them out as stickers. It's, it's great. So you can turn Twitch into whatever you want it to be. You just got to be creative. Yeah. It's a, it's an amazing creative platform. And I love that you said it cause I have my laptop filled with most of your guys' stickers and I appreciate that. Um, <laughs> I got a little, awesome. I got a little awesome. space left, but um but since you mentioned it, I wanted to at least cover right now um, just the account names, if you don't mind, the uh, sure. handles and stuff and Rocket Monkey, all those things, if you'd like to. Okay, yeah. Well, uh, we got Rock Mom 85. Then we have Rock Dead 1984. And then we have Fitness and Gaming. That's um, both our – it's an LLC that we started. So it's going to be – obviously, it's on Twitch. It's on Instagram. And then the Discord community, the community that, that we've been building, we've named it Fitness and Gaming. And they – we facilitate – or not facilitate. We promote our streamers in the community as much as we like to promote fitness. And it's just like a great place to go and hang out for those who like to just share their lives with others or just like have like that supportive community network. And then outside of that, when you say like other names – Rock and Monkey is have been in my corner, I think now for about seven months, eight months actually, because they started in December. And that was the coolest thing, dude, to get that email from them for that sponsorship because I wanted them to be my sponsor when I started doing stickers last year. I think it was about, man, what was that? Because I started in September of 2017. Wow. And I think come Jan- January, February of, um, no, I think I got the, the, the years wrong. 18, September of 2018. And then it was February of 2019. I had reached out to them and said, hey, do you guys do sponsorships? And at that time, they didn't. There's like, no, we don't do any type of partnerships. We don't do any sponsorships right now. And I'm like, okay, well, if you guys ever decide or change your mind, I hope that you'll keep me in mind. And then it was almost, what? what is that, like uh, 10 months later, I I was still tagging them. I was still promoting them. I, I like I loved all their work that they were doing with their stickers. And out of the blue, they're like, "Hey, we want to sponsor you. You're going to be the first. Uh, you and your wife are going to be the first streamers that we sponsored." I'm like, "Yes!" Wow. It was like the like the 
the, the pinnacle moment of my streaming career at that moment. I just, I was on top of cloud nine. I was so happy. That's, that's amazing. I love how you fit that into because uh, most people, I don't even think stickers would cross their mind as, as <laughs> you, when you first mentioned it, I was like, Oh dude, you guys got stickers. That's awesome. I love stickers. And then you start talking about it a little more. It's like, Oh wow, dude, I, I need to like make stickers myself one of these days. I'll get to it eventually, but um, you you've definitely put on a lot of work. You've you've come this far. You you guys have worked together as a team to create amazing um, content and opportunities and stuff. And uh, you guys you guys really highlight a lot of the unseen, um, not just like the struggles of it and the and the patience and hard work of it, but just what you guys are capable of as. As a, as a military couple, I guess, is I don't like to put that label on, on a lot of people. I don't like identifying people as only that, but it is okay. nice to kind of remind people, like, if you didn't know it, if you if no one knew that you were military, like, look at everything you guys have done, including that, I guess, is where I'm trying to get at. It's uh, just it just plays to your strengths and it really shows um, what individuals can do outside of the military, I think a lot of us forget that aspect that chasing those, you know, um, I don't want to call it a hobby, but you know, you, you have interest that, that are outside of uniform. I got you. That's something that passions. a lot of passions. Thank you. Shit. I don't, I didn't think I was going to get to that word. Um, <laughs> I was, I'm like, <laughs> I, filtering it, through. I call it streamers brain, dude. Like <laughs> when you just like draw a blank and you're like, why can't I think it's, I call it streamers brain because my mom, she's a, a cancer survivor and they, they have this thing, uh, an expression called a uh, chemo brain where you just like space out and you just like forget what you were saying or forget what you were talking about. And like, can't remember certain things like why can't i think of this word and <laughs> it's like a real struggle well i've kind of adopted it into the stream because like you've got so much stuff going on like this whole task saturation of stuff in front of you to where you'll just draw a blank sometimes and i, ca- I call it streamer's brain but go ahead i'm sorry no 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 but i'm i'm borrowing that because i'll forget uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, i i will because a lot of times when i when i am lucky enough to have a, a, a guest like yourself really gets the conversation going it just flows naturally um I try to keep up with my own thoughts and I'm like, all right, I'll, I'll interject that here, there. Uh, I don't like to keep it too rigid on a lot of things. Cause you know, some topics just naturally blossom and come out. And uh, it's, it's something that I've found really easy to do with fellow military. Uh, and I, I wanted to bring this up to you a little story for today and just kind of, I, I chuckled about it. I had a, a, an army recruiter send me a text today. Obviously they didn't know who I was. Um, and they're, they're going by guidance counselors nowadays, in case you were curious. And that turned into, yeah, that turned into an hour long conversation with a guy via text. And that's just kind of how easy it is for any military people to have a conversation about nonsense, about just daily stuff. And I, I don't think people outside of that get to see that kind of like what you were saying before with certain family members, you don't get to hear too much of their experiences in life and else. We don't always have a chance to talk to them and, and see the real person outside of what we know they served. That's, that's the light mm-hmm. I want to sh- cast on, on individuals, you know, sh- to display a little bit more about that. Display a little bit more about my, my military experience. No, no, no. Just, just in general, as, as what, what we're doing here, I like that this, these conversations exist, that we get to see more than, 
just who you are or who you were before and after the military kind of thing. It, it provides depth. I got you. you. Yeah. It provides a little more depth of character to, to individual. Um, I've done a couple of these so far and every once in a while I have like a family member of the the guest that came on and they're like, wow, I I didn't know that side of them or I didn't know that I'd never heard that story or they've, they never spoke so passionately about uh, things that way. And sometimes it just takes, the simple fact that two people served and that breaks the ice for us to be ourselves in, in a weird way, if that makes sense. No, I get you. I get you. It's like um, you, you instantly have a connection and that's one thing that like a lot of like service members or veterans, uh, regardless of what branch of service you're from, like army, Navy, Marines, air force, coast guard. I think we're still counting them as part of uh, us. <laughs> <laughs> <still there>. I like. <laughs> Yes, well, there. Uh, I, I joke, but like, really, like, it doesn't matter what branch of service you are. Like, we, we always like have an instant like connection. And then, yeah, just like, like I was just joking about the Coast Guard. Like, me being Air Force, I'm usually being like the butt of the joke when it, like, when I'm hanging out with a bunch of Army or Marine guys. Uh, it's like, oh, you're Chair Force. Like, I'm like, yeah, dude, we really enjoy our air conditioning. Now, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've I've softened but, um, up on that. Um... Because my wife holds her own on it, so I can't say too many Air Force jokes over here at home. <laughs> Bite me in the butt. Even if so, it doesn't mean anything. You know, we all have like thick skin. We know not to take it personally. It's just like a running joke. Exactly. Um, but like, when it comes to veterans, though, or like our service members in general, like just we have so many similar experiences. Even though it could be a different branch or like different training altogether. Generically speaking, we have had some similar experience of going through the suck of like training or like being in the sandbox over the pond, you know, or watching movies or playing video games. And one thing I did when I was um, on my second deployment, I was with um, a 557th red horse unit and we were on a Marine base and we were attached to a, an army unit and we were building a uh, SWA huts, Southwest Asia huts, with uh, Navy supplies. I mean, talk about a coalition of forces or use of all the branches. And we would be like a Navy guy, Marine guy, uh, Army guy, and myself like pumping weights in the gym. And then afterwards, we'd all sit around and go watch a movie or uh, play video games like back in our hut. You know, it's we always had some type of form of connection. And now to this day, like I can still quote movie references or still have something to fall back onto when connecting with another service member. It, it, it seems to be really easy to get a conversation going when you find out that, Oh, you're a veteran. Suddenly we have a whole lot more in common than I knew. Yeah. All of a sudden you become family in that instance. For some reason, it's, it's uh it's an instinct. You're almost drawn to certain people out in the public um, outside of the VA and everything else. But it's, it's amazing. It's it's and, and we could probably talk forever, of course. But I know you got a stream come up. If you want to just kind of tap out and and end it with your stream info and whatever else and what you're doing today, that'd be freaking awesome. Oh yeah, sure. Well, um, today, uh, my wife and I, Rock Mom eighty five, are uh, doing a co op. Uh, for this game that just launched, it's called Res Please. It's a um, indie platformer puzzle style game, kind of eight bit. It's uh, it. it's exciting because it's um it's it's a funny game, and I'm looking forward to playing it with my wife on stream because her and I don't get to do a lot of streams together. But we're doing that tonight, um, 8 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. If you guys want to tune into my uh, Twitch stream at Rock Dead 1984, um, 
That'd be awesome. <laughs> I guess my little self plug right there is all I got. Oh no, yeah, that's that's outstanding. And and outside of uh, the the one coming up, what's your what's your schedule usually look like for your for your streams? If you don't mind, just tack that in. No, I don't mind one little bit. Um, right now it's Mondays, Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Fridays. And um, I, I try to post my schedules on, on both my Discord, Twitter, Instagram, and on Twitch as a section where you can put your schedules. But right now, it's sitting at uh, 1 p.m. Mountain Standard Time on those days. Outstanding. Outstanding. Well, I do appreciate you joining me on. I know it's been a little while in the works and stuff, and I caught you at a decent time. No problem. Before. Thank you so much for having me. Not I enjoyed problem, myself, bud. and it was a good talk. Outstanding. Anytime. You're always welcome. All right, man. You guys have a good one. Take care. Hey, you too. I'll see you in the stream. All right, man. See you. Right.